Hey, you're joining us with another episode of Earnest with the T. I'm um, hoping everybody had an amazing week. Uh, I've started some new things this week, guys. I started my new YouTube channel. So that's kind of big. You'll see it now if you go to YouTube, just type in Cocktails with E. Uh, but tonight, we do have a very special guest that I want to introduce you guys. This is actually my 20th show. So I'm very happy about that. I started in November. I was kind of nervous when I did start. But, you know, right now we're on show number 20. And guys, thank you so much for, uh, you know, being my ride or dies and actually being a part of this. So tonight we have an, an, a somebody who is very special, somebody who is very, very knowledgeable about this topic. Um, he's an uh, accredited relationship counselor a psychosexual therapist in Atlanta. He's originally from London and he's been seen on like Fox News. You've seen him last week on Atlanta Housewives, um, Bravo Atlanta Housewives. If you have not seen the episode, go back and see the episode. Also, Wendy Williams talked about him this week. So he's been very popular. We'll say that. Uh, let's introduce Michelle Hunt. What's going on? Hey, how are you? I'm so excited to be on your show. You know, we talked about this so long and finally um, I'm here so I'm very excited I'm feeling good I'm excited to have you I'm excited to have you because you've been very like you've been like hot commodity this week because (laughs) (laughs) because all the the amazing things you have going on it's been a lot this week has kind of caught me by surprise a little bit Um, because you know I have a lot of celebrity clients but it's not every day that you get to showcase your work in such a kind of national format well international um, format so it's just kind of caught me by surprise that there's been so much attention to that um, episode so much attention to the theme Um, I'm literally getting emails and DMs and calls from all corners of the world um, just about what that was like and how it felt and you know having you know the, the celebrities that were on um, on the show, so yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a whirlwind week actually, but I'm yeah. enjoying every single moment of it. Yeah, I'm sure because we all know that Candy got some issues. So if they was like most people probably <laughs> most people are probably thinking if if we get Michelle to if we get Michelle to help with our issues, maybe we'll keep somebody like Todd right, well. right, right, right. You know, everyone's like, oh, if, if you're good enough for Candy and Todd, then you must be good enough for me, kind of thing. Um, yeah. So it's 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 been it's been good. I mean, I, I I've had you know it's hundreds and hundreds of messages and emails and DMs and texts just about it. So I'm I'm just writing all of that. I'm I'm enjoying it. You know, I still have clients to see, so I'm still seeing all my clients um, virtually, of course, since um, COVID nineteen. I haven't actually seen anyone in person. It's all been telehealth. Um, so thank yeah, you for this, taking out thirty minutes of your time. Yeah, well, you know, you know, you're um, you're definitely special. So I'm happy to be there with you. Thank you. So let's. Well, well for my show, it's usually not that calm. It's, my show is like a party. It's like a turn up. <laughs> so and my so what are we turning up with? I'm 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 having um, orange juice. What are you having? I'm having a cocktail. I don't know what that, you're that, having. That's my turn-up <laughs> drink. That's my drink of choice, orange juice. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, well, you have your orange juice. I have my cocktail. There you um, go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my my show is very much like a turn-up. So I wanted to let you know that we usually start with 
if I ever have a special guest on, we usually start with like some questions. That's just, just some random questions about. Oh yeah, let's topics. do it. I mean, it's your show, so I'm I'm literally just here for you. Whatever you want to talk about, we can talk okay. about. It. Yeah. All right. So the four questions I'm going to ask is, um, I'll ask the same ones. One of some of the same ones I asked Portia. Um, in a mate, would you prefer somebody who's intelligent or would you prefer good looks? Hmm. Are you really? That's the only choices I have. I can have just you, one of if, those. You only can have one. They either have to be amazing, looking good, looking mean, just fine, or they have to be very smart. You can have a, you can have somebody who's dumb and look amazing, or you can have somebody who is smart and look like trash. I mean, those are two extremes. So I'm <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm literally gonna go out of the for coming and say I would not rot. I would rather have none of those people. You have to pick one. No, I don't. Portia pick intelligence. She no, I can't. Mind. I can't. I'd rather be single. That's too extreme. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no one who's intelligent and look like trash. I don't want <laughs> anyone who looks amazing and is dumb. So I'd, I'd be the single one. I okay. that's, That can't be my choice in life. <laughs> <laughs> so if your, if your love life was a movie, what would it be? Um, <laughs> that's a good one. Oh my god. Um, okay, so this is it's always a weird one because there's so many movies to choose from, and if you don't have time to really think about it, then it, yeah, you know, you don't want to, I know, but so I'm just gonna say this, okay? So, my favorite movie ever is the movie that my life would be, not because of what the movie entails but just because I love that movie so much so it's the first thing that comes to my mind and that's mm-hmm. Cruel Intentions okay I like so you, yeah. Cruel well it's always been it's always been like my favorite movie since the day I watched it the first day I watched it um, I loved Sebastian I always wanted to be Sebastian um, he was just okay. so sexy he was so cool he was he just had all you know everyone swooning over him and you know that's kind of like me um, and then he saw a therapist in the film, like in the open, in like the first scene, he saw a therapist and uh-huh. the therapist had a office that I always dreamed about when I moved, when I wanted to, you know, when I thought about coming to America, it was like, I want to have that office. I want to be that therapist who sees the rich and wealthy, who has an office overlooking Central Park and it's just beautiful, so... Everything about the movie for me was just great. Okay, so those are good answers. Yeah, okay. so that's my so, favorite. <laughs> so the third one is mm-hmm. um, most adventurous place. We're, we're getting to Michael's. I'm pretty sure people don't want to listen to this episode because Michael's back a fan favorite. Uh, what is the most adventurous place you had sex? Um, the most. I'm hearing myself. Um, yeah, the most adventurous place she has sex. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so the most adventurous place that I've had sex was in a school playground. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy because I was scared shitless because even though it was after hours, it was maybe around 10 o'clock at night, um, you know, it's a school playground. So if you get caught and convicted 
you have you have a child sex offense on your record for the rest of your life now that would obviously mess up my license my accreditation everything was this like it's like in high school no this wasn't in high school this was as an adult this was probably about oh. i'd say probably about maybe six or seven years ago um wow okay. so me and my ex at the time we were really adventurous so we were always just having sex in random places and mm-hmm. i remember one time he picked me up from the airport um i'd just come in from being away traveling for work so i've been away for like two or three weeks and um, he picked me up and we were on our way driving home and i'm like i'm so horny like i haven't seen you in a lot in a while so we were just driving past and I was like, oh, this looks like a quiet place. So we pulled over, we parked the car and then we walked into the place. And before we, you know, we started kind of having sex and then we realized that shit, this is a school playground. <laughs> 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 you know? So we were just like, oh shit, well, we're already started now. So I'm not going, we're not going anywhere. But it was, it was definitely, it was definitely a, um, an exciting place. <laughs> Sounds like it sounds like a good I mean, you know, sounds like one of those good moments, I guess. It was definitely a good moment and it sticks out to see we're still talking about it now. So the last question that I actually got from your viewers because I was watching um your live, live <laughs> right. IG live and literally probably at least twenty to twenty five people have asked the same question. <laughs> um, so I said why not ask? The question for everybody else to know as well what is your ideal type what is your ideal body type you got a lot of ideal um that same <laughs> night <laughs> at least about 10 different ideals so, yeah <laughs> so, that, so that's a question i get asked all the time um particularly with like potential suitors and all of that so it, it's it's mm-hmm. always an interesting question to, to answer um so that's <laughs> <laughs> so you decide you're just gonna be like the hundred person that asks me the same thing. Well, right? I'm just doing it for. Well, I'm doing it for the people. I'm you're not doing, doing it for me. You're doing it for I'm the people it. out in 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 um, podcast world. Um, yeah, I'm doing it for the people. <laughs> so I guess my ideal type is more than just physical. It's it's um, it's emotional. It's you know mental. It's um, I'm I'm definitely attracted to someone's mind and the way they they think um being a psychologist that's one of the things that i i um i'm really drawn to is how someone thinks how they express their feelings um so i wouldn't say i have a specific type but i do have a lot of um requirements and 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 pretty high standards when it comes to someone i'm committing to in a relationship um so the three biggest things for me um is someone who's confident and that confidence is an innate confidence. It's not confidence that comes from what you've acquired, um, whether educational-wise or materialistically, um, or how you look. It's just an innate confidence. If you stripped all of those things away that you value, would you still be confident in who you are? So that's one thing. The other thing is loyalty. You know, knowing that someone's always going to be there, and they really have your back. It's like that's so attractive to me. Um, and then the third thing is just someone who looks good in and out of clothes. So, you know, someone who can dress up and be sexy as hell and they take it all off and still be sexy as hell. That to me is a big turn on. Um, so those are like the three big things that I look for. Okay. 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 Okay
Okay, well, there are people. There you have it. That means he told you what <laughs> those things. He are told bad. you what it is. <laughs> he told you what it is, so now you guys can know. Um, so Michelle, tell them what your IG is, and tell them what your how they can reach so you. So you can reach me all over the place. So you can reach me on IG at relationship and sex doc. That's all one relationship and sex doc. Um, you can reach me on Facebook at, at Therapy For You. That's Therapy, F-O-R, and the letter U. Um, you can reach me on my web um, site, which is sextherapy.com, and that's all one word. Um, you can email me at michellelhunt at gmail.com. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm about town. You know, I'm, I'm here and there. You might see me. On the beach in Capri, you might see me on a yacht in the south of France, or you might just see me walking down Piedmont. Um, so, you know, catch me while you can, and, you know, I'm always open to, I'm always um, have a space for new clients. So, I do a lot of workshops as well. Um, I do workshops around dating, around sexual pleasures, I do tantric coaching sessions, I work with people with sexual um, compulsive disorders. Um, who are in recovery? Um, I see a lot of couples. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 really around. I'm really accessible. My biggest thing is helping people to help themselves. Um, through counseling and therapy, you know, I want people to be empowered to be able to help themselves, so they're not constantly in a state of anxiety or fluster or worry or concerns, but giving them the tools that they're able to use and apply to every situation that they might encounter in life. So that's one of the things that I really, I'm really passionate about. And you've been doing this for 16 years, right? 16 going on 17 years. Yeah. It's, wow. it's been a while. I, I don't look like it um, to most people, but yeah, I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've been doing this for a while and I started my, my, my practice in, in London, um, and then I relocated to the States. I lived in New York for a while, and then I moved to to Atlanta. And when I first moved to Atlanta, I was the assistant director of clinical programs at Emory University, and um, that was really that was really well. But then I really wanted to start my practice. I felt like I needed to do something that was going to um, help me to engage more with the people. Um, on a on a level that I can literally help them one on one, so that's what I did. Nice. So yeah. So guys, please reach out to him if you guys need any help. Um, because as you can see, Michael is not Michelle. It doesn't always do just stars. He mm-hmm. does. I mean, you can you can just be a regular old Joe walking down the street He's able to help you out. <laughs> Yes. But make sure your make sure your credit card actually do twice. <laughs> yeah, he's able to, he's able uh, first of all, it's not cheap, um, but <laughs> it's definitely worth it. That's why I say to people all the time: it's definitely you definitely get the value for your money. And um, you know, if you mention Ernest when you email or call, then I'll, I'll be able to give you a discount as well. Okay. Cool. So. So tonight's topic, guys, and Michelle, you already know. Mm-hmm. So one thing, my, I mean, I always try to touch on different things, but since we have an expert here, why not touch more on the bedroom? Because since you are a sex <laughs> um, therapist, I mean, he has so many titles behind his name. So what do you think the, the next topic is the biggest mistakes people make in the bedroom? 
Oh, hmm. ooh, that's a big one. But I think one of the biggest mistakes people make is to assume that they know what their partner like or do not like. Um, that's a big one. You know, I don't think you should assume anything about anyone, particularly someone you're you're having a sexual engagement with. I think you need to be open. You need to ask questions. You also need to share, share your feelings, you know, share what your needs are, what your desires are, what your fantasies are. And don't be afraid to do that. I think a lot of people hold back. So the first mistake they make is to make assumptions. And the second mistake is to hold back. And holding back our fear of being rejected, holding back our fear of maybe being a bit too much, holding back because they don't know how the other person is going to respond or, or, or react. Um, so those two things I think are the biggest mistake that people make and the other mistake that people make is just not being prepared not being prepared for everything that could possibly come in the bedroom um, very true and let me tell you guys especially for my, my feet I have at least 48% females uh, that listeners please don't come in the bedroom with a bonnet <laughs> on that's not practicing good guys most guys don't want you to wear a bonnet, females. I mean, I'm always talking about female viewers because they want to know how to make their their guy more, you know, more mm-hmm. desired towards Less them, is so. more. Less is, Less more. is more. When when it comes to the bedroom, the more you have to take off, the the sexier it is. I think the more you have to take off, whether yeah. it's in, from your hair or clothes or whatever it is, then it just makes it more bothersome and more clumsy. Now. There is a caveat to that because if you are prepared and if you've discussed it and you and your partner are both into fetishes, then having more might be exactly what you need in the bedroom. But that needs to be discussed. So it could be a fetish that, you know, you want to play dress up, you know, so you'll wear maybe like, you know, there's some people who are into like Game of Thrones, for example, and that really turns people on. So you might want to do like a little costume you know, role play of Game of Thrones. Now, there's going to be lots to take off in that situation. We know how much clothes they bloody wear. Um, but or, or it could be someone who's into bells and whistles and 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 BDSM. So you know, they're they're wearing the, the chains and the chaps and the the leathers and the straps and the, the the handcuffs and all of that stuff. So I think again, less is more generally. But if you have a fetish that requires you to wear more in the bedroom then obviously you want to discuss that with your partner and that makes it exciting if that's what you both want yeah definitely make sure that is uh something that you guys actually do discuss because that's that's what the biggest thing is that people don't actually Mm -hmm. have a conversation and be able to be able to communicate so make sure you're able to communicate with your partner and let them know that I'm no expert. I'm just going feeding off what he's saying. But, but you're an expert though because you've been having sex for a while, you know. And I, I always, I, I always remind people that you know don't ever um, minimize the the experiences you have just from it, from from doing it. Um, you know, I That's think true. I think we're all experts to some degree because if you're having sex. You know exactly what you like. You know, you know, you might have had sex with with multiple people with and have different experience. And you can then say, well, if you're having sex with this kind of person, this is what you should do. So I think we all have a certain level of experience that we shouldn't minimize when it comes to sex. But one of the things that we don't often have experience of is communication. And that is really 
what the difference is going to make in having a pleasurable time in the bedroom and an okay time in the bedroom. Um, you know, so just communicate, 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 be open. No, don't be afraid to, to discuss what your deepest, darkest, dirtiest, filthiest fantasies are because chances, if you tell that person what you want and they can do it for you, then there you go. You've already fulfilled your fantasy. If they can't do it for you, it's okay, but they'll know why you why you didn't enjoy the best sexy life because you're not doing what you actually want. So I think just be open, be honest. Um, I always say if you're having sex with someone you can't talk about what you want with, then you probably shouldn't be having sex with that person anyway. Um, yeah, I agree. If you're unable to actually tell your partner um, how you feel, what you want, then why mm-hmm. be with that person? Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So, wow. So, yeah. So, no bonnets, as you guys know. He stated you, you can do a little fetish, a little Game of Thrones, even though I feel like that's a whole lot to It involved. is, but trust um, me, those Game but, of Thrones fetish know, people, they love it. They go wild. <laughs> I'm pretty... What is the crazy... What is the... You don't have to... I mean, I don't know the people. What is the craziest story you've heard of the craziest, craziest fetish from Oh, my your, God. The, your, um, the craziest fetish... I've heard is though that I've experienced with one of my clients is someone who's into eating shit. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, don't <laughs> but, you know that's don't their yuck thing. anyone's young. <laughs> that's true. Um, but that that's was true. crazy for me because of the health risk that comes with it. Um, you know, because yeah. I think there's all kinds of fetishes that may seem ridiculous and out of place and 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 unattractive to, to us but it's someone else's pleasure um so i never i never really think yuck or uh but when it comes did he, did he like someone to eat it did he like, okay. so, did he like so, someone so, to eat so, it so the person that, that i was um working with he actually liked eating shit and he would literally eat shit from whoever was was okay with shitting in his face um so there would there was definitely yeah. a health risk to that because you know with feces um there's just a lot of toxin there's a lot of germs there's a lot of um you know viruses that could be in that um so you eating that and consuming it um it's kind of like eating trash out of a trash can kind of thing if it's been if it's been thrown in the yeah. trash can it's probably not good um, and then you going so sure. that that was the, the the weirdest one for that reason for me. Um, but you know, there's there's so many different uh, diverse ways that people enjoy sex. You know, it, and it's not conventional sex is kind of like historic now because we have so much yeah. access to the different types of sex that people have and and different ways people can enjoy pleasure that. You know, when you talk about, you know, someone doing a missionary position and ma- male, female, it's like, really? How old are you? Yeah. <laughs> so nobody wants, yeah, nobody wants a traditional. Yeah, person. it's kind of so outdated you know. now. Everyone wants it. And, it, and it, it's okay. It's okay to want to try something different. It's okay to want to expand your sexual repertoire. Um, it's okay to add spices and flavors to the things that you, you, you usually do. Um, but I always just say, you know, as long as you're communicating, as long as you're open, as long as your partner and you are in agreement, then go for it. Yeah, and I've always told like my viewers 
that I mean for for me this personally for this in general I just think that if you have traditional sex if it's traditional it's going to get boring to the person so you're going to have to spice it up if you especially want to keep that person especially if you want things outside of just you guys just mm-hmm. talking you're going to have to do a little bit more than the norm right. because everybody can have the everybody can have the norm well yeah i mean well not everyone there's people who who don't, who don't enjoy <laughs> sex period and you know sex is difficult for them um all my all my look for you uh-huh. sex. Are they having? Uh, are they? Are they having the, the sex that they want to have, though? Or are they just? Oh, they just, I don't know. But that's yeah, they, or are they just settling for what they can get? You know, I I know a lot of people that's who the, settle for what topic. they can get and not go for what they want. So, my thing is, you you mm-hmm. have to have the best. You have to live your best sexual life. There's just no way around it. So yeah. You need to figure out: is this something I'm settling for because it's the only thing I can get? Or is it something that I actually want? Um, yeah. Very true. And they can find that information on Michelle's new podcast. Yes. Oh my God. You're pulling that out artists. right now. So yeah, I literally just yeah. just decided that I am going to start a podcast so you can reach out um, and um, it'll be on Anchor as well um, and other um, platforms where you get your podcast. So it's it's a very saucy title, guys. So listen to this. Listen, listen, listen. It's called Let's Come Together with a Sex Talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so it's called Let's Come Together, together. with a Sex Talk. There okay. you go. So we're, we're, we're all in this all together. Right, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then I mean, of course, you guys know I will put that in my storyline as well, so you guys can actually uh, reach out to Michelle since um, I'm on some new platforms. Oh yeah, so everybody can. He's all over. You're just everybody all over the place. I'm just it. so proud of you. I'm so incredibly proud of you. Um, you know, thank you. I'm you proud of you as well. Keep doing it. You keep. You know, you dream it, you plan it, you make it happen. And that's really what everyone should be doing with their lives right now. It's like, there's no point thinking, I want to do this and never making a move on it. You know, you do it and you're doing it. And this, this, this is definitely the mm-hmm. time to do that, I feel, because we're in quarantine. So why not get, be, take out your creative side and be able to do stuff outside right. of the stuff that you usually do, mm-hmm. don't do? Yeah. So it's called, like I said, again, it's called Let's Come Together. Uh, with the sex talk, um, you'll be able to see that. I'll actually post that on my page as well, so everybody will be able to see it as well. And you'll be able to see it on the podcast when you pull up my podcast as well. Yeah, so I'm excited. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited too. So, uh, what's your what's the next big thing for you? Okay, so the, my book is coming out. Um, so the book is okay. entitled "The Sex Files: Confessions of a Sex Addict." Um, and it's going to be okay. in all good bookstores. I'm finishing up right now, and then we go into post-production and editing and, and, um, and you know, publishing in the fall. So look out for that, um, the fall of 2020. Um, and then, yeah, fall of 2020. Um, okay. and then I also have another show that's coming out. Um, it's going to be on... Actually, I don't know if I can say the, the TV channel yet. Um, but yeah, just watch. Okay, what, watch what this, network? Yeah, is I, can't, I don't on? think I can say what network. But yeah, you can't say that either. Okay, 
Well, we won't get you in trouble because Melanie can uh, but yeah, but yeah. But look out for, for Michelle at 16. <laughs> I will actually post it and, and all that good stuff as well. So you can look on my page. Um, it's all about supporting each other, and that's what we do. So, yeah, so I'm very proud. Thank you so much, Michelle, for joining my show tonight. Thank you for listening to, I mean, giving my viewers something else outside of just my crazy stuff. Listen, it's not crazy at all. It's been a pleasure, and I've I've really enjoyed chatting with you. (laughs) You as well. Well, you guys have a great night. Um, Make sure that you guys also, like I said, um, make sure you guys actually listen to Michelle's podcast. Um, once again, make sure you guys follow me. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Subscribe. Um, also, my YouTube channel is up, like I stated before, on Cocktails with E. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to that as well. I need more subscribers. So I'm all over the place. I'm doing more things. He's doing more things. And that's what it's about. So you guys have a great night. Thank you, Michelle, once again. And we'll talk to you guys soon.